Welcome to the Church of the Living God, Living Godcast. Our prayer is that this message speaks to you, impacts you, and inspires you. Please enjoy today's message, and we invite you to contact us if you need prayer, appreciate this word, or would like more information on Church of the Living God. Be blessed today. Father, thank you that your presence is here, that you are here in this place. And God, we know that there's nothing that we have done or could ever do that would merit your presence. But you choose to be here because we worship you, and I thank you for that. I again ask you for the anointing of your spirit, the utterance of your Holy Ghost to touch this word. That it goes beyond our intellect and into our hearts and saturates our heart for your glory and the good of your people. We ask it in Jesus' name. And everybody said, <clears throat> amen. We talked last week. Anybody remember what the scripture was last week? I told you I've got two scriptures I'm going to have throughout this whole process that I want you to get in your spirit. I want you to get in your mind, but I want you to get it in your spirit. You know, for God so loved the world, we, we memorize that. That's why we know it. And I want you to memorize these two verses of scripture. The first one was Proverbs 18.21, death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Remember, death means violent death, concrete death, ruin. Life means fresh, strong, maintenance, merry, springing, and all that sort of thing. But let me, on that verse of Scripture, let me show you something that I did not realize until the Lord showed me last week when I was studying this. Uh, death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. It means either death or life. So if you love life, you can speak life to people. Have you ever met people that just are all the time talking negative? I call them sods. You know, sod around here means school of discipleship. But sometimes when I call a person a sod, it, they're a sack of depression. You ever met people like that? Just me? Come on, lift your hand. Yeah. I mean, all you have to do is look at their face. You don't even have to say anything to them. They're, you can tell they're a sack of depression. And then what's the Holy Ghost do? Last week he tells Patrick to preach this. Now I have to weep over the sack of depressions, which is okay. But you just meet people like that. But then there are people that actually speak death unto people. They speak ruin unto people. When people joke with me and they say you're this or that, I'll say, oh, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. So what you say is important. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. We talked about in Acts 16 where Paul and Silas were in jail, the midnight hour. They sang. You know, they were men. They couldn't have been on tune that much, could they, ladies? They really couldn't have been on, on, on key. So it must have been really interesting. But they sang. There was an earthquake. The jailer comes in to kill himself because he's thinking all the prisoners are gone. They're all there, and he gives his life to Jesus. Remember that? We talked about that. Now, in Acts chapter 17, Paul is waiting to converse with other people and, and all this. And he's on Mars Hill. And he talks about uh, that they had set up all these different idols. And they, he saw one that said to the unknown God. They were, they were worshiping an unknown God. And then he says, I'm coming to tell you about the unknown God. Talking about Jehovah God. Now, all that brings me to the second verse of Scripture that I want you to get into your spirit that really is the basis for this series of messages. Acts chapter 17, verse 28 says, For in him, look at somebody say, in him. 
Now, Kevin, you didn't look at Cindy and say, in him. Come on now. For in him we live and move and have our being. Doesn't that cover everything? In him we live, move, and have our being. As certain also of your own poets have said, for we are also his offspring. Now I ask Todd to sit up here because he's going to help me with that door for just a minute because I want to show you something. And I've used this same illustration for the scripture where it says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. If you'll go out the door, Todd, please. So in him, look at somebody say, in him, we live, we move, and have our being. Go ahead and open it all the way, would you? Okay, so you ever heard about people walking in the door? Right? You're walking in the door. So if I'm on this side of the door, I'm not in the door, right? I'm on the outside. If I'm on this side of the door, I'm not in the door. I'm on the inside. When am I in the door? What's surrounding me? The door. In Him, we live, move, and have a reign. Thank you, Todd. In Him. In other words, we need to be surrounded by Him. Because it's in Him that we live. We move, and we have our being. And those are the three things that are most important in the fact that I need to live in him. I need to move in him. My whole being, I need to be consumed with Jesus. Let's just put it out that way. We need to be consumed with him. Our problem is we're consumed with everything else but him. And the church said, okay, it's a little little weak, but that's true. Because I've been there. It ain't fun. Then the Lord's just kind of, okay, get right back on track now. For in him we live, move, and have our being. Also, I mean, as certain also of your own poets. You, ever, you remember the old saying, and Kevin, I was just giving you a hard time, by the way. You ever heard the old saying, they're a poet and don't know it? Okay. The scripture said, as certain poets have said, for we are also as offspring. The original for the word poets is poetes. Okay? It's one who obeys or fulfills the law, executes, exercises, fulfills without any delay. Let me read it again. For in him we live, move, and have our being, so as certain also of your own people that fulfill the law, or they execute the law, or they... And when I say the law, I'm talking about God's word here. Or they exercise God's law. Or they fulfill God's word. Did you know you can fulfill God's word? What? How can I fulfill God's word? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. You are fulfilling God's word. It also means to do it without delay. Something the Lord's been dealing with me for the last just a little bit, like the last few days. If, if it's not due to that scripture, I'm not sure what it's due to. Anybody in here a procrastinator? Me, Steve, and Ed, that's it? All the rest? Thank you, Gail. Okay, Sister Hall. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you, Heather. Okay, all the rest of your line, you need to repent. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Tell you later. It's time that we start fulfilling the Word of God. We start exercising the Word of God. So the next time you hear the word poet, you can tell people that you're a poet because you're exercising God's Word. You're fulfilling God's Word. 
And these people that they called poets, they weren't just run-of-the-mill, go online, get my theology this, or get my theology certificate or something like that. But these were people that were versed in the Word of God. They knew the Word of God. They knew the law of God. And what did the last part of that scripture says? Those poets have said that we are his offspring. We are his offspring. Now, Caleb and Jacob are our offspring. They look like us. It's amazing. Even, even today at 25 and 27. Caleb looks just like you, Mike. Jacob looks like you, Angie. Jacob looks like you, Mike. Caleb looks like you, Angie. We get it all the time. But that's what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to look like us. Do you look like him today? Do you act like him today? Do you talk like him today? Do you think like him today? We're his offspring. People need to know that we belong to him. And they need to know. Listen, they knew that people, who was it, Peter or Paul? They could tell he had been with Jesus. It wasn't necessarily by the way he talked, but just looking at him, they could tell he had been with Jesus. So these poets, these not run-of-the-mill people, but these were people that were educated. They knew that what they were talking about. They knew about the law. They said, we are his offspring. Now, that word poet means poetase, which is one who, remember, obeys or fulfills, executes, exercises, fulfills without delay. Now, another place that that word poetase is used, remember, without delay, executes, James 1, and 23, but be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. Listen, please don't come in here and hear us preach and hear us teach and don't do anything about it. Please don't do that. Because if you come in here and you hear it, but you don't do anything, what's the last part of that scripture says? Let me make sure that I get it right. You're deceiving your own self. Watch, we are not saved by works. We're saved by faith, or saved by grace through faith, that not ourselves, it's a gift of God. But what we do after we're saved testifies of our faith. So what are you doing for the Lord? Well, I'm just living the best I can. Don't do the best you can, do the best he can. Well, you know... I, First, first thing I ask people when I say, how's it going? Huh? Okay, you know, this is going on. I'll ask them, I'll say, how's your Bible reading going? How's your praying going? You know what they'll say? Well, praying's going okay, but Bible reading's not that hot. Or they'll say, I'm reading, but I'm not praying that much. Listen, they go hand in hand like peanut butter and jelly. They, it's like they go together like Pastor and Sister Hall. You know, you can't think of one without thinking of the other. Pray and read. That's the two things the devil fights us with the most. And that's the two things that you're going to have the hardest time finding time to do the most. I'm talking about in him. Because it's in him we live, we move, and have our being. Outside of him, you may think everything's going fine. But how many know there's coming a payday? Every one of us is going to have a payday. You know? The one in the field that worked from the beginning in the morning to the late at night earned the same thing as the one who was hired the hour before it was all over with. But there's coming a payday for all of us. I'm not talking about just the righteous. I'm talking about for the unrighteous too. And what we do, our works, we're not saved by works, but they testify of our faith. 
what kind of works are we doing for the kingdom? You know, we have pe- we've had people do things around the, the um, have, you, have you seen the new floor in the fellowship hall? If you've not seen the floor in the fellowship hall, you ought to see it. Thank Andy Chisholm. Okay. Have you seen the classrooms down the hall? You ought to thank Gail Chisholm. And let's see, and then there's Rocky, and then there's Steve, and then there's, it. there's just so many people putting it all together. But they're doing works for the kingdom. And, and understand this. Now, and, and Gail, she don't like recognition, so forgive me, okay? And she didn't do it for that. She did it because she wanted to do it for the kingdom. It's for the church, but it's for the kingdom, right? So what you do for the kingdom will outlast anything that we do for ourselves. I'm talking about in him. Look at somebody saying, in him. In him we live. Now, Debbie, I noticed that you looked at him, but David didn't look back at you, did he? Isn't that pitiful? <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. It's in him that we live, move, and have our being. That's the reason when things go all haywire in your life and you don't understand what's going on and why this person's doing that, why they say that, why they look at me like that, you have to go to him because it's in him you'll find the answer. Amen. So, poetase. Fulfills, executes, exercises, fulfills without delay. But do, be doers of the word, not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. For if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, same word, same meaning, poetes. If you don't execute the word, you don't fulfill the word, you don't uh, execute the word. He is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. And what do you see? When you see yourself in the mirror, what do you see? And that's the question. Do you see a reflection of him? Or do you see somebody that you don't like so much? I don't mind to admit to you that there's been times in my life I've looked in the mirror and I just really not liked what I saw. Aside from the fact that I'm fat and and, and gray, getting grayer. I'm talking about just me. But when I'm close to him and, and I live for him, things are so totally different. But be a doer of the word and not a hearer only. Uh, and one thing that, that I'm going to start doing is not procrastinating as much. You know, I always use the excuse I don't like to read. I can't use that excuse anymore because it doesn't hold water. And I've got all these books in my library that I need to read. And I start a book and, it, you know, there was one... <laughs> Don't, don't, don't judge me. Okay. It was a 500-page book. It took me a year and four months to read it. I'm just saying, don't judge me. But I got through it. But I'm going to try to start reading more. You know, I'm thinking, okay, if I can read 10 pages a day, 10 pages a day, that's a 300-page book. I was, Angie and I were sitting, she was on the, on the sofa, and I was in the couch. She was on her device, and I was on my device. I was going through Twitter or whatever, which one it was, and this guy they were talking about that uh, they gave uh, their kids like $10 for an A on a credit card, not a credit card, oh Lord, $10 for an A on their school card. $10 for an A. I didn't get nothing. So they got $10 for an A. They got $9 for an A minus, and then they got $8 for a B plus. Okay? Then I come across the one where this guy, I think it was, his son was either 8 or 11. He had to have been 11 because he said he would pay his son what, what did I say? Was it ten? Two do- oh, two dollars. Pay him two dollars for every book he read. He'd pay him two dollars for every book he read. And so far this year, the man's out one hundred and twenty dollars. And his kid thinks that the kid has taken advantage of the dad. 
the kids read 60 books so far this year. Needless to say, put me to shame. But anyway, do be a doer of the word. Don't procrastinate anymore. One thing I've learned, the Lord's taught me over the time, when he speaks to me to speak to someone, the best time for me to move is right then. Because if I don't move right then, then the devil said, well, is that you? Or maybe that wasn't the Lord. And the Lord proves himself every time. And I say, thank you, Lord. But can I tell you, if the Lord gives you to say something to say somebody, first of all, it should always be an encouragement. If it's something negative, come to one of the pastors first. Okay? But if it's something good that's going to edify them, have at it. Okay? But any time that you do things like that, don't procrastinate. If the Lord's tell, speak, calling somebody on the phone, call them. Send them a note. You that have responded to the notes and cards we sent, thank you for that. Because that, that means a lot. That means that you're getting them and you're reading them and you appreciate them. We, we thank you for that. But don't procrastinate. Because it's in him that we execute the word, that we have our being, that you're an offspring of him. An offspring is someone that looks like, talks like, and acts like. Amen. Offspring. Offspring. You're his offspring. Gnos is the original interpretation of that word. Gnos. It's spelt, it looks like genos, G-E-N-O-S, but it's pronounced gnos. For we are his offspring, family and kindred. For we are his family. So many times we as believers, we, we so much take for granted those things. But understand, you are a family member of God himself. You belong in his family. You're part of his family. And can I tell you, none of us are distant cousins. None of us are stepchildren. Nothing wrong with stepchildren. Nothing wrong with distant cousins. But we are all sons and daughters of God. Emma and Kason are my grandchildren, but they are a son and daughter of God, which makes me their son and their brother. Only in the kingdom, right? And Kentucky. But anyway, it's different. Just kidding. Just want to make sure you're listening. But you're part of the family of God. Understand that. You need to realize who you are in Him. Because it's in Him that we live, move, and have our being. So they, those that fulfilled the law, they knew the law. They knew it backwards and forwards. They said that we are his offspring. Let me give you one other scripture about offspring. Gnos. 1 Peter 2.9. For we are a chosen gnos. We are a chosen gnos. We're a chosen family. We're chosen kindred. A royal priesthood and holy nation. A peculiar people. That ye, look at somebody say ye. Ye should shew forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Anybody been called out of darkness into his marvelous light? Anybody else? If you've been called out of darkness into his marvelous light, lift your hand. Okay. So if you're called out of darkness into his marvelous light, it's your responsibility to shew that forth. And how do you do that? Well, I once was lost in sin. But Jesus took me in. Then a little light from heaven filled my soul. He wrote my name above. What's the rest of it? Bathed my heart in love. And just a little talk with Jesus makes it right. Now what I think is funny is that him, being the younger of the two generations, got the word. And we didn't, I didn't get it. I'm just saying. Shoe forth his 
righteousness. Shew forth his works. You are to shew forth his works. Shew simply means show. What are you showing people? What are you showing people? Are you showing them Jesus? Are you showing them Mike? And let me tell you something. Mike ain't so hot. There's times that I just, I just show myself, and it's ugly. But being a chosen gnos, a chosen family member, a chosen kindred, a royal priesthood, we're to show forth his praises. Okay? The, the one, the one uh, song, the second to the last one, where it said that uh, the joy of his works of his hands. Okay. I'm, okay, what, what, what's the verse? The joy, I can't remember what, the joy of the works of his hands. Sing for joy because of the works of his hands. Can I tell you that you are the works of his hands? You're the most precious work of his hand altogether. We so need to value the fact that we're gnos, that we're family, that we're kindred to God himself, that Jesus is our brother, that the Holy Spirit is our comforter because we're in him. It's in Him we live, in Him we move, and in Him we have our being. The Bible says that we die daily to the flesh. Paul had to die daily. If Paul had to do it, Mike has to do it. And if I die daily to the flesh and I live in Him and I realize that I'm Ganos, that I'm the offspring of God Himself, that I'm a family member. And I take that and I go forward in that promise, not just that promise, but that reality, then it changes my whole outlook. This COVID-19 is for the birds. It is for the birds. I'm, I'm tired of it. I understand the reason for the mask, but you cannot pray for people like you want to pray for people in a mask. I'm just saying you can't. Either you're going to suck the mask down your throat or you flip it off in the floor like I did last week. I didn't. But I'm telling you, you just really can't. Pre- you can't shout with a mask on. You know? But I understand why it's there. But even during this time, when people are debating about wearing the mask or not wearing a mask, and we're not judging anybody, we can still be gnos. We can still be family. We can still be kindred. We can still love one another because it's in him that we live, move, and have our being. Amen? In him. Let me share one last verse of scripture with you. Okay? Two or three. In Psalm, remember in Psalm uh, 18. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me go back. In Psalm 18, chapter, 13, chapter 18, verse 30, it says, As for God, His way is perfect. Whew, how do I live up to that? In Him we live, 
move and have our being. Okay? Can I live a perfect life from here on? Absolutely. Can I live a life uh, without sin from here on? Absolutely. Now, most of you are thinking, you are an idiot. There is absolutely no way that's not true. You can. But most of us, if not all of us, don't. Okay? Because the Bible says to... What, what did he tell the woman that had the five husbands? And the one she was living with wasn't her husband. What did she say? What did he say? Well, I'm sorry, what did you say? Go and sin no more. Now, understand this. He wasn't just talking about the sin of fornication or adultery or whatever. He was talking about not sinning at all. But if we live in him, we become more perfected, more mature. In other words, we know not to do that no more. We know, no, that ain't going to work. We know that emotion is going to get us in trouble. We know that reaction is going to get us in trouble. We know that if I say that, it's going to get me in trouble. More times than not, my wife says, don't put that on Facebook. Don't put that on Facebook. And more than I, really, it's fine, but more than I care to, to admit, she's right. She's right. Because there's people that get on there and they will just... They'll just uh, reply you to death. And, you know, I've decided on my Facebook page that if I put something on there and if someone puts something negative that I don't agree with, I just delete it because that's my Facebook page. You know? And we're not all going to agree on everything. We don't all go agree on everything in the church. But we all can be in Him. And we can all live, move, and have our being in Him. And in Him, we can agreeably disagree and still love one another and still get to heaven. Amen. Amen. I had a friend of mine tell me, he was talking about, and this is not Todd because we know Todd owns guns. I'm not talking about Todd, but there's a friend of mine who owns all these guns. He told me how many rounds of ammunition he had. I, I about fell off the floor and I was standing. You know, I'm thinking something happens, I'm going to his house. Unless Todd is closer. But whether you agree with having arms or not having arms or whatever like that. I agree, Todd. Um, we can still be gnos. We can still be family members. Listen. If I can't love the abortionist, I'm not loving like Christ does. If I don't love the homosexual, I'm not loving like Christ does. When somebody comes into this place and they're tattooed up to their ears and down to their toenails, don't judge them. Don't judge them. They come in here, they're not dressed like you think they ought to be dressed. Don't judge them. Don't. They come in and walking in all effeminate and he's just all precious and all that sort of thing. I don't like it, but God loves them. And let me tell you something. If I have a tongue longer than a mile long, and I'm in church all my life, I'm no better than they. That's the reason I need to watch what I say. That's the reason I need to watch how, I, watch how you react to people. 
What would I do if a homosexual come into this place? You know, I'd say, hey, I'm Pastor Mike. Glad you're here. You want to come up here and sit close to the platform? If not, invite them right up on the platform. What? You would do that? They'll know that you're his disciple by how? By that your love for one another. Notice it didn't say love for church of the living God, folk. Or love for the believer, but your love for one another. I'm talking about in him we live, move, and have our being. Stand with me, would you please? We'll delve a little bit more next week into Psalm chapter 18, verse 30. But let me go ahead and give it to you just so you can chew on it this week. As for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is tried. He is a buckler to all those that trust in him. What I want you to leave with today, be in him. Be in him by your everyday life. And I'm, I'm the first to admit that there are times that I failed, my, I failed in that area. But what we have to do is we have to go back and say, Lord, I did that wrong. Please forgive me and learn from it and grow. Be in him today. Thank you for listening today to Church of the Living God, Living Godcast. We trust and pray that you were blessed by today's word. If you would like to contact us for prayer or for more information about Church of the Living God, please visit our Facebook page at WinCityCOLG or give us a call at 859-745-1865.